This is episode 36 of Everyday Wellness with Mitzi Champion. I'm Dr. Kelly Donahue, clinical health psychologist and mind-body change coach, here with my co-host, Cynthia Thurlow, nurse practitioner and functional nutritionist. Together, we have over 25 years of experience in wellness, nutrition, mind-body medicine, and nursing. Our goal at Everyday Wellness is to share easy strategies to help as many people as possible become healthier. You can help us with that goal by leaving us a review and a rating on iTunes. It takes a few minutes and it really makes a big difference in allowing our podcast to come to the top when other listeners like you are trying to find top quality health and wellness podcasts. We're so grateful that you're here and that you're listening and for taking time to leave us a review. Now, let's get started. Welcome to Everyday Wellness. Wellness is the result of the decisions that you make every day. It's your mindset and the thoughts you believe. Wellness is the food you put in your body and the relationship you have with yourself and others. Wellness is your work and meaning. Join us on Everyday Wellness as we explore ways that you can choose wellness today. Good morning. We are so excited to have Mitzi Champion here with us this morning. She is a super fit 54-year-old woman um, and actual grandmother, which is unbelievable, who's been following a low-carb keto lifestyle for more than two and a half years. She's also a certified nutritional therapy practitioner and an experienced health and wellness coach. After achieving such amazing results following a ketogenic lifestyle, her passion for spreading the word and specializing in ketogenic coaching was born. She has successfully coached individuals who, under the supervision of their medical treatment providers, have reversed type 2 diabetes, eliminated multiple prescription medications, lost weight, and improved their autoimmune conditions. This is not only a journey but a lifestyle and not a temporary quick fix. She meets people where they are and provides firm yet realistic advice and guidance on making a ketogenic lifestyle work. She has a proven success working in groups and one-on-one settings, and she'd be happy to provide you with email coaching as well. Welcome, Mitzi. Well, thank you so much for having me, Cynthia. Um, your, story your story is so inspirational. What are the what are some of the first insights that you saw as you started transitioning from what sounds to be typically or a typical standard American diet over to um, a ketogenic lifestyle? Well, the the way that I approached it was um, just very simply. I just started eating real food. And that was back in 2012. And um, I noticed immediately, like one of the things was uh, no more joint pain and brain fog. So, oh, that's huge. Yeah, it is. And um, the ability to um, be able to function with sustained energy, um, I was intrigued. So I just kept doing more research and uh, found my way to the Nutritional Therapy Association and decided that that information would help me on my personal journey. And I did it just for the education. I had n- didn't have any intention of ever sharing it or pursuing a career or anything with that information. But by the time I had finished the nine months of study and realizing this wonderful, life-changing, life-literally saving information, saving information, information, I felt through all of the 
the personal research that I did and the reading, I just found that with eating real food and I guess you would call it a paleo lifestyle, I felt very mm -hmm. good and I was achieving results, weight loss and just feeling really great. And then, you know, um, how we are, we always are trying to improve ourselves or to try something different. So I saw this low carb, you know, what is low carb and what is Atkins? And I thought I would explore. And, you know, the more I did it, the more I realized there's something to this. And it was just a really good fit for me, uh, realizing that, you know, bioindividuality is so important. You know, um, I would encourage everyone to um, not necessarily um, think, oh, maybe this isn't for me, but be open. Be open to the possibility that low carb could be something that you could benefit from. Um, I think that the standard American diet is very carb heavy and a lot of processed food. So, mm -hmm. um, and when I went low carb, the next step after that, of course, would be a ketogenic way of eating. And I think sometimes we get stuck in the weeds um, thinking like what is a ketogenic way of eating and, and, and it really it's just eating real foods that would have been available mm -hmm. for man to consume prior to agriculture, you know, pr prior to us growing crops and, and harvesting um, food on purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's just, yeah, yeah, so it's really just meat and vegetables that you enjoy eating is basically what a ketogenic lifestyle is, non-starchy non vegetables for the most part. And it's interesting, it's interesting because I think we, and I say we as a society, make things so complicated for ourselves. Um, you know, I, I don't eat ketogenic, but I am paleo, and... Uh, you know, people will stress if we're coming over there to eat dinner. And I always explain, I'm like, there are always vegetables and there's always meat for me to eat. It's not something I stress about. Um, there's always going to be something that's going to be available to eat. Uh, but I think that, you know, there's this whole industry, you know, again, it's the processed food industry. They're really benefiting. Let's make things paleofied. Let's make things ketogenic that are junk food. I mean, you can still find those things, but if you're ascribing to a more traditional interpretation of what that lifestyle involves, it really isn't eating a lot of processed food. And I, I think that's something that people sometimes struggle yes, to wrap it does involve around. a lot of, I mean, where I come from and, and the way that I approach it is, I just keep it as simple as possible. I cook meat mm -hmm. every, you know, on a meal prep, mm -hmm. I just make a variety of meat. And then I may or may not have vegetables. It just depends on how I'm feeling mm -hmm. that day. So, you know, as of right now, I guess maybe you could say that I'm moving more toward um, carnivore. But yesterday I had a salad. Mm -hmm. So obviously yesterday I wasn't carnivore, uh, but I was eating keto. So it's just, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I sometimes it makes me sad that people make it so complicated when really it, it doesn't have to be as complicated mm -hmm. as it, you know. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's one of the things that might deter people from trying keto. When you see keto on social media or in the press, oftentimes there's the emphasis on being in ketosis and there's you know a whole host of products that you can use to test that and to help you get into that state. But I love that you're talking about just keeping mm -hmm. it very simple. You mentioned um, a little bit about what you 
eat. Can you take us through a kind of normal day of eating to give us an idea of what your okay, diet might Okay, so when I like? get up in the morning, I don't eat. I'll, I'll have like a, a fatty coffee. So I'll have just my regular Starbucks blend coffee. I might put a splash of heavy whipping cream and maybe some MCT oil powder and blend it up and I will have that. Um, I can I can go till at least lunchtime before I would actually have to eat a meal. Um, I feel very sustained by that. I, I normally only eat about twice a day and sometimes only once a day, but you have to be very careful in that you, you know, because um, being in ketosis, being metabolically flexible where you can burn fat, um, you know, when for your energy needs and that you're not a sugar burner, um, it, you do lose your appetite and craving and cravings go away. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy for you to end up uh, under eating. And you don't want to do that chronically because mm -hmm. that can mess with your um, metabolism and uh, your basal mm -hmm. metabolic rate. Wow. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's, mm -hmm. I lost my chain of thought there for a second. It's, it's just very important that when you are putting together your ketogenic plate, that you choose fatty meats or do you find creative ways to add fat to your plate? Not that there's anything magical about the fat. It's just that what makes keto work is limiting your carbs. We know that. And then you need to determine the amount of protein that is appropriate for you. And that's going to be based on, on your activity level, your age, your, um, and like what your goals are for some people, you know, um, if they're very sensitive to protein, you know, they can have, um, you know, protein does cause an insulin response and the whole goal of keto, my keto works is keeping your insulin response low. So, um, you have to make sure that, that you're eating the adequate amounts of protein, but not too much. So then like once you've figured out your under 20 carbs, you figured out your protein allotment for the day, then the only thing left for you to consume in order to make sure that you're getting enough energy is fat. So it's not that you're eating fat because there's something magical about it. It's because it's the only macronutrient left for you to consume to ensure that you're getting an adequate amount of energy each day. That's it. And it's interesting because when I when I see a lot, and it, it, I'm not pointing any fingers, but there are certainly certain people on social media, and they have so much, and whether it's male or female, you know, I, I think it's become this misnomer that there is um, keto equals high fat, and so you'll see a lot of fat on their plates. You know, it could be two avocados. I mean, I've seen some create two avocados, and then, you know, they're Sorry, I have a dog that has his head in my lap. Um, two avocados, and then they have all these other things that are going on on their plate. So I think it's really important. That education piece is so important. And I think the the strategy that you use on a daily basis is really helpful for people to envision, like, right. what does your plate look like? This many carbs, then your protein. Right, and, and you find then. creative ways to add the fat. I mean, the, one, one of the number one complaints is, um, you know, I've consumed all of my protein. The only thing I have... How, how can I get more fat without increasing my protein? You know, because they're, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so you add um, guacamole or you add butter. You melt butter on mm -hmm. your meat or, you know, you add some heavy whipping cream in your 
drink if you can do dairy. You have, you know, add cheese if mm -hmm. you're, you know, again, if you're able to do dairy. But you, you just get really creative. Uh, I love just drizzling olive oil over everything. Make my plate and then drizzle olive oil over it. And yes, I'm one of those people that carries around my own bottle of olive oil. And I will whip it out in the restaurant and pour it over everything. And um, my family's kind of gotten used to it. And the eye rolls have stopped. But, you know, um, you just, you do what works for you. One of the most common concerns I see in perimenopause and menopause is hair loss, hair breakage, hair shedding. And knowing that over 80 million Americans are impacted by this is both reassuring, but it's wonderful to know that there are products available that can help with these symptoms. Divi is good for those with hair shedding or thinning due to stress in perimenopause or menopause. They can be helpful for addressing dry scalp. And have you wanted to take control of your hair health but aren't sure where to start? This is where a Divi can be hugely impactful. I love their scalp serum. And we know that the scalp serum improves the appearance of breakage, nourishes our hair follicles, and removes product and oil buildup. There are some key ingredients, including tea tree oil, which works to reduce and prevent excess oil buildup on the scalp, amino acids that help to strengthen hair, fight frizz, which is my greatest concern, and reduce breakage, and copper tripeptide 1, which is a small protein composed of the three amino acids to facilitate a clean and hydrated scalp, as well as hyaluronic acid, which is nourishing and hydrating to our scalps. As I mentioned, Divi is not just for those experiencing hair loss. I found it to be hugely helpful for scalp health and all of Divi's products, including their shampoos and conditioners, come together to create a full daily solution that helps women nourish their hair and get to the root of scalp health. Do you want to take back control of your hair and scalp health and do it with clean science-backed ingredients? Go to DiviOfficial.com slash Cynthia or enter Cynthia at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's D-I-V-I official.com slash Cynthia for 20% off your first order. As I mentioned, my favorite product is the scalp serum. And now that we're in the deep throes of winter weather, it is so wonderfully nourishing and moisturizing. Do you find yourself struggling to get a good night's sleep? If so, you may be dealing with a hidden mineral deficiency. It is not at all uncommon in perimenopause and menopause to deal with sleep challenges. And we know that one of many contributory reasons for poor sleep can be a reduction in specific minerals that help regulate sleep quality, including magnesium, which is involved in GABA, which is our body's main calming neurotransmitter. We also know that we need potassium to create melatonin. And this is a hormone that is a master antioxidant, but is also utilized to help induce sleep. We also think about things like zinc, which can balance excitatory neurotransmitters like glutamate. And if it's overactive, meaning if your glutamate levels are too high, it can prevent your brain from becoming more relaxed and inducing sleep. And lastly, selenium increases both our deep sleep and sleep duration. All these minerals matter a lot for sleep and any imbalances or deficits can have a major impact on the quality of sleep you get each night. And that's why I love Beam Minerals. They offer a full spectrum mineral supplement that gives you every essential mineral your body needs 
in the right doses, all in a highly absorbable liquid form. All you do is take a shot of bean minerals about an hour before bed. Don't worry, it tastes like water and you'll replenish all of your body's minerals in about 30 seconds and give your brain what it needs for deep restorative sleep. I've been using this product over the last several months. I've really been impressed with the improvement in my sleep metrics, which I like to share on social media with my followers. And if you want a simple way to improve your sleep, head over to www.beaminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. That's www.beaminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. So how do you determine how much protein you or the people with whom you help? Okay, well, there, there's a very, very basic um, formula that I use. And it's, it, you know, there's a lot of, it's very frustrating that the answer to a question is it depends, but it depends. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> depending on what someone's goals are, their age, their activity level, um, and in their in their body composition, uh, females should, as a general rule, consume anywhere from forty five to sixty five grams of protein a day. I mean that that's a pretty good starting point, and you can pretty much be on target with that. And then you start tweaking it from there because there really isn't any magic machine or a program that I can type information into and it comes out with the perfect formulated keto for you. We, we, we find a starting point and then we, we go with that and then we tweak as necessary from the, your starting point. And one of the things that, that we offer you know, as coaches is we will evaluate what you're currently doing. Like people will say, you know, I've been keto for X amount of time and it seems like I'm stalling, which is a very typical um, issue. And we look at what they're eating through their food diary or their food journal and we realize that what they thought was keto really wasn't keto. So we help in that regard too. And then sometimes, you know, you're, um, as, as people uh, are on this journey longer and as they are becoming healthier, and as they are healing from insulin resistance, and as they are um, changing their body composition, maybe going to the gym, becoming more active, you do need to tweak your um, macros. But the one thing that I don't want people to do is to get so wrapped around the axle about macros and numbers and having a spreadsheet and trying to meet these numbers, because eventually, like once you start tracking for a while and you're using your scale in the kitchen and you say, oh, this is what a four ounce hamburger looks like, or this is what three ounces of salmon looks like, then you can start eyeballing it. Then you can start um, eating more intuitively and listening to what your body needs. So starting out, maybe somebody, uh, you know, people really do need to be told. Maybe they do need to be told this is what you should be eating. And then at that point, you know, they need, you need to adapt this to your bio-individuality. So um, there really isn't, you know, the one thing that really uh, I see a lot in social media is somebody will post an amazing before and after. And five or six mm -hmm. women will say, what did you eat? To, 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 um, what was your workout routine? What, what, what are you eating? 
And that's great. That workout routine and what she was eating worked for her. That may or may not work for you. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you're, you're chasing those results using this person's workout routine and macros, and it's not working for you. That, that, that distinction is so important. So, so important. Um, unfortunately, we are so visually stimulated mm -hmm. by what we see, you know, whether it's on social media or otherwise, that we assume we can replicate what worked for five other people for ourselves. And it comes down to things as simple as, do we break down our protein and fat the way yeah. that person does? You know, can we, can we tolerate low carb the way that person does? And, and, you know, it's impossible to know without trying, but um, there definitely isn't a one size fits all mentality um, as you, as you've seen yourself with your, with your, yeah, and, well. you know, there are other elements to this that have nothing to do with food. You know, sleep, mm -hmm. stress, um, self-care, you know, all of these. Um, and, and the way that you personally respond to stress. You know, some people are, are able to, um, like, for instance, th there's a very fine line between if running, for instance, is your stress reliever, you know, maybe two miles is your magic number. But I can tell you as somebody who used to run eight miles a day, five days a week, and wound up becoming very, very sick from doing that, you know, you know, there's um, more is not always better. And, you know, and the, and the way that your body responds to stress is going to be different. And things that you can tolerate now, you may not have been able to tolerate before. I think that's a good point. Now. I think that's a good point. Not only do we need to think about bio-individuality in terms of we are different from others in terms of our needs, but also on a timeline with ourselves, mm -hmm. what worked two months ago or before we had kids or before hormones shifted or whatever it was might not be working now and that it's okay to make those adjustments. Yes, I agree. Um, I have a, a client right now and I won't, I mean, I can't, I'll just speak in generalities. I asked her about her stress level and she wrote back and this is so common and Cynthia, you're going to totally uh, relate to this. She said, you know what? I don't really have any stress in my life. I mean, my, hu my, my husband is, um, my husband is in chemotherapy right now. And I'm thinking, sweetheart, that is a tremendous amount of stress. And you're probably shouldering it really well, but you just don't realize what is happening to you. Um, because, you know, we're, we're women. We soldier on, right? That's what we're supposed to do. And we're not, you know, we're not allowed to say, I need to take time for me without feeling guilty. Do you feel that this type of lifestyle is particularly useful for certain individuals? You know, I think I'd be hard-pressed to think of a group of people or, or a situation where you could not receive some type of benefit from e just eating real food, protein, non-starchy vegetables, and healthy fat. Um, there may be and I, I get asked this a lot, um, there are certain um, SNPs, single nucleotide polymorphisms, that maybe impact your body's ability to process fat. 
And fortunately, I happen to be friends with Dr. Lucia Aronica, who works at Stanford, and she is a researcher. And um, I asked her, uh, I reached out to her, and I said, Dr. Aronica, this is a very important question that's come up among my peers. Uh, are there any SNPs that are contraindicated for the ketogenic way of eating? And she responded that there really are not, um, but you have to keep it in context. Now, if somebody is not following um, a ketogenic way of eating and they're eating a standard American diet and say, for instance, they have a, a one of the, yeah, I don't know the actual, this particular SNP off the top of my head, but the one that impacts your ability to digest fat, for instance, if you have that particular mm -hmm. SNP, but you're eating a standard American diet, and you're, that's going to impact you differently than if you are not eating excess carbs. And she explained it. She said, Mitzi, in a standard American diet, yes, that would be problematic. But in a ketogenic way of eating, not so much. You know, as long as you don't. And you can't go back and forth. I mean, once you've realized that... Um, this is working for you. So many times people think, well, um, it's Christmas and I'm going to go, I'm going to go off keto on Christmas. And, and, you know, mm -hmm. for me, cheating would be, I'm going to have keto cheesecake, you know, and which is, you know, with an artificial sweetener, uh, for other people, it's, they just go back to a standard, well, they go they back like to rails. a standard American diet and they just become really sick and ill and sometimes very hard to get back mm -hmm. on. So uh, to getting back to your question, now addressing bio-individuality, I mean, people have got to figure out what works for them and how they feel. You know, I come from a place where I think that it is probably going to help everyone. But if a certain person tries a ketogenic way of eating and they don't feel energized and they're feeling more stressed out or they it's not right for them then I am not gonna stand and say oh no but you you're not doing it right you need to give it more time it's it may or may not be for them and that's that's fine totally Yeah, it's interesting. I think, you know, there are plenty of people that will try different types of diets. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be ketogenic, but they may try it and find it doesn't work well for them, but you don't know until you try. Um, I do find that the, the people that I know socially that do keto are fervently passionate about it. And um, for those that, it, it you know, it, it kind of, for many of them, it takes them from an, a very unhealthy way of living to a complete mindset shift on how well that they can feel on their skin. I have a, a good friend whose husband went ketogenic about 18 months ago and does that combined mm -hmm. with intermittent fasting. And he is hilarious. He's always posting, he does a lot of traveling, but he's always posting photos of his food that he can get in the airport. So he says, it's an excuse if you tell me that you can't eat healthy while you're traveling. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really funny. I mean, he's a funny guy, uh, but he'll post from whatever airport he's in. He's always showing you what he's eating, um, which he has explained to me also uh, provides this reassurance that he's kind of validating his choices. He's like, I, I live this, I eat this, I, I want everyone to feel mm -hmm. as good as I do. And ketogenic works well for me. He's like, it doesn't work for my spouse, but that's fine. It works well for me and I can do it from anywhere. It's true. So, 
always going back to finding what works best for you, but you don't that know until you try. That's absolutely true. Absolutely. Can you share some information with us about the low carb cruise events at this point in the Northeast when things have been dreary yeah. and cold for a while? The cruise is sounding <laughs> sure. pretty so, good. Um, the low carb cruise, the the one that I went on, um, and and the one that's uh, it, it's run by Jimmy Moore. I'm sure you've heard of Jimmy Moore. He wrote the book Keto Clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're on their twelfth year. So basically, it's just a regular cruise. Uh, they do it twice a year, once in May and once in September or October. Um, Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress, exercise, sleep, and where you are in your menstrual cycle in real time. And by pairing a continuous glucose monitor with their app and expert nutritional guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. And the best part is it's not just a program where they send you the CGM and you have to figure it out on your own. Each subscription plan includes one month of free expert nutritionist support. Your nutritionist will work with you one-on-one interpreting your data and providing customized advice to help you reach your health goals. The last time I had my CGM on, my registered dietitian and I troubleshooted over some specific concerns that I had. And whether you're aiming to lose weight, stabilize your energy, or just feel better overall, NutriSense offers the guidance and support you need. And lasting sustainable change takes time and can be achieved through a longer term subscription. That's why I encourage my patients and clients to consider three, six, or 12-month subscriptions where it's actually less expensive and allows you to not only achieve your goals, but also to ensure that you stick to your healthy lifestyle for the long term. As I've mentioned before, I have found the CGMs I've used through NutriSense to be incredibly insightful, specifically to carbohydrate tolerance. I would not have known that plantains spiked my blood sugar without this information. It's also been hugely helpful for tailoring to workouts and sleep quality. And so for me, even though I am metabolically healthy, I find the insights to be particularly helpful to tailor my lifestyle changes to my blood sugar. Visit NutriSense.io slash EWP and use the code EWP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients. Have you guys heard about a bioactive whole food on the market with 5,000 published research studies backing it? When my oldest son needed to go on antibiotics a few months ago, I discovered Armra colostrum and the benefits for him and his recovery from being on antibiotics have been instrumental in me now recommending this to my dairy non-sensitive patients and clients. Armra's colostrum strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, fortifies gut health, promotes hair growth and skin radiance, and powers fitness performance and recovery. My son has mentioned to me over and over again how great his gut feels, how he has improved his digestion and gut function as well. Colostrum is a rich, exclusive source of immunoglobulins or antibodies that optimize our immune defense even during cold and flu season. And we know that mycosal barriers house over 80% of our body's immune cells, including 
including the antibodies IgG and SIG-A. And these immunoglobulins bind and intercept harmful particles like viruses, bacteria, and toxins, blocking them from crossing into the barriers into our bloodstream. An armrest colostrum contains the highest levels of SIG-A and IgG to ensure your most fortified first line of protection. It's sustainably sourced, and it's important to know that you want to mix colostrum only with cold liquids or foods or dry scoop it into your mouth. This is also great for the oral microbiome. And we've worked out a special offer for my everyday wellness community where you can receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash Cynthia15 or enter Cynthia15 to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash Cynthia15. You definitely want to check it out. You know, the it's low carb. If you make it low carb, it's just the regular cruise, regular food, but you can make low carb choices. Once the servers realize that you're low carb, they accommodate you um, very easily. Uh, you spend uh, your days at sea listening to lectures and thought leaders on low carb. And the way that I like to tell people, um, the way to think about this cruise is you're going to take a family vacation anyway, right? Okay. Why not take a family vacation that could literally change your life and your health? Mm -hmm. So you can attend all of the lectures, some of the lectures, none of the lectures. Um, but spending time with like-minded people and being able to ask questions in real time when they pop in your head instead of you having to Google it, the expert is right there. I can't tell you the number of times I sat and had coffee with Dr. Finney you know, who wrote, um, uh, you know, Finney and Volick are two of the, the leading researchers on the ketogenic way of eating. And they actually coined the term um, keto, uh, nutritional ketosis from that. So, you know, being able to ask questions of these people and seeing them in person, and I'm talking about what you've read in their books, is really enlightening and, um, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, the entertainment's built in plus education. I mean, how, what more could you want in a vacation? Um, the 12th annual cruise is next. It's the end of May to the first week of June. And then there's one in September. But I think you can Google low carb cruise and find out more information. I think that sounds amazing. And this is their 12th annual. And it's interesting. It wasn't until you and I became friends that I even realized it was on my radar. So I think that's fantastic. Clearly, there's been a growing awareness and, and um, you know, growing awareness and, and desire for people to, you know, learn more in a different kind of setting about this yes. lifestyle itself. And, and when you realize, I mean, when you, you see it in action, I mean, you, you sit in a lecture all day, and then you go into the dining room, and you... You can see, yes, I can do this. This is sustainable. I can, I can make this work. You know, just about every menu in America, there's a steak or a hamburger and, and, and a salad. Yeah. You know, very, 
And I think you have the added component of support and like-minded people doing it there. So whether you're a person who's just new and starting out and is being introduced to the lifestyle in that way, or you're a person who has been doing it a while, but it's always nice to have a refresher and be around people who don't look at you like you're crazy when you pull out your Um, olive oil bottle. Absolutely. (laughs) It sounds like a nice way, nice way to spend some time and kind of hit the refresh button on your lifestyle. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm going this year. Um, coach Mary, she she's another keto coach. She and I are going. We'll be roommates this year, and um, I guess we can see who can outdo each other in our high heels and um, <laughs> and our formal night. Because I can tell you, this will be my thirteenth, twelfth cruise, and uh, I used to not dress up for formal night. Why Why did I not do that? Because I didn't have anything that looked good on me and that I couldn't afford to, you know, when you're a size 14 or a 16, you don't want to spend, you, you don't want to invest in a informal attire. So you just make up an excuse that you really don't want to go. And then, you know, you go to the buffet that night when everyone else is getting dressed up. And that may be like a really frivolous thing to, um, to focus on. But let me tell you, once you've recovered your health and you feel good, and you realize how good you can feel, then things like, hey, I can wear those stylish clothes again, or I can wear high heels again, and my feet don't hurt. And and um, mm-hmm. it just kind of, I, I coined this term and apply it to myself, that I'm just aging in reverse. And I, I, I hashtag a lot of my pictures of aging in reverse, and I'll look at a picture from 10 years ago compared to a picture of now. And I, and I look younger now. And when you, when the outside matches how good you feel on the inside, it's just, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's motivating. And, and it starts with deciding right now, I don't like where I am right now. And I'd like to be somewhere else health-wise. And I'm just going to, I'm starting today. And you can just make simple changes today. It doesn't have to be everything all at once, but just being aware of what you put into your mouth and understanding that food is medicine and food informs Mm -hmm. your DNA. It tells your DNA what to do. It can turn genes on and turn genes off, uh, you know, talking about epigenetics. But just being more aware of what you put in your mouth can be the beginning of your journey. And then it just builds from there. That's such good advice. advice. Yeah, and your story is so inspiring. And I do agree for anyone that has seen Mitzi, she really is. She's she's unlocked a a, a mystery of how to age in reverse. Well, you look amazing. But my tell dear, me, you do too. Tell me how. No, you sorry, are gorgeous too. That bikini picture. Yeah, mm. I want to. I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, that was definitely a, a leap of faith. That had been two weeks of my husband and someone on my business team convincing me to do that, and so I said, "Okay, I'm going to get on a eight, nine hour flight, so I'm going to leave that picture and I'm going to post that, and and I'm not going to be able to do anything about it for nine hours." So, but thank you. <laughs> um, tell me what options are available for potential clients to work okay, with you. So I am I can be found at um, Keto Evangelist coaching.com. Um, there are several 
coaches on the coaching team and and we are a team and I highly encourage you to I would be happy to work with anyone who's interested I do one-on-one -on -one. I do groups um, and then I uh, you know I do teleconferencing we do video conferencing as well um, we did have an option for email coaching which is basically you you have a coach on demand you know you can email every day um, but that option is going away simply because of the fact that you're reinventing the wheel every single time um, when you're working that way people are asking the same questions so we found that it, it was just more effective to work in groups or to do one-on-one -on -one. Um, so you can find mm -hmm. me there um, I also have a Facebook page called real food champion um, uh, I'm sorry <laughs> that that real food champion um, is my handle uh, okay. and then I have a Facebook page called keto champion and you can I'm on social media um, and you know what this is gonna sound really like uh, I do not know I am on Instagram and I am Mitzi champion on Instagram which yeah that's not very catchy but that's <laughs> easy to yeah easy mm -hmm. to remember though so you've given us and our listeners such good tips if you could we'd like you to leave us with just two tips that our listeners could use to improve their health every day uh, well yeah there's th these are two things and they are completely not keto related you need to get adequate sleep and I was guilty for years of thinking that sleep you know not understanding the role of sleep and how important it is and adequate hydration I mean you know which you're like geez Mitz that's that's real that's real insightful um, adequate hydration because people just do not realize how dehydrated they are uh, most of the time uh, also I think I touched on it earlier where I said you just make a decision that today's the day that you're going to change and you can change at the rate that is comfortable for you and if that means doing it the way that I did which was pulling my trash can into my kitchen and cleaning out my cabinets my pantry and my refrigerator and just flipping a switch or if it's just making as my significant other likes to say he's a Air Force pilot he just says Mitzi I'm just making two degrees of heading turn and make, making these changes and then eventually after you do that you're heading in the opposite direction but you're doing it just in degrees so depending on what suits your personality you know there's there's never going to be the perfect time to start your journey just decide today is the day and do it and I hate to speak in memes but anything worth doing is worth doing poorly at first I didn't I didn't do this expertly perfectly the first time I tried this you mess up that's how you learn that's how you get better so you don't have to there's not another book you need to read there's not another podcast you need to listen to there's not another video you need to watch if you want to do this start now and you don't have to wait till January 1 you can start right now 
I, I love that empowering message. I think, you know, it, it, irrespective of what industry we work in, I think we're almost sometimes paralyzed to make decisions. We have to read, we have to know more. And sometimes it's just taking that leap of faith that you're making absolutely the right decision for your health and wellness, really. Um, I, I did a, a lecture last week and I was talking about how once women go through, just as an example, once they go through menopause, women will spend another 40% of their lifetime living. And like, wouldn't you want that to be, you know, as we're aging, wouldn't you want that to be a, a time that we're, we're not just Absolutely. surviving, but thriving? Um, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not just a well, slow decline waiting till to death, you, you mm -hmm. can thrive at this age. And yeah. I'm embracing my 50s as the very best. And I'm, and I am no longer uh, afraid of aging. I'm thinking, geez, I wonder what 60 is going to look mm -hmm. like, you know? Yeah. No, and that's powerful because I think there's a lot in not only in social media but just in, you know, society as well that people are so fearful of another birthday or they're so fearful of seeing a wrinkle or they're so fearful of insert anything that, you know, sending an empowering message um, about healthy aging is really what it's about, you know, for men and women, not just, you know, not just women, but I for agree. everyone. I mean, getting older is inevitable, but it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. painful or debilitating or a slow decline. It does not. Thanks so well, much thank for you. being here. Uh, so much for having me. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about Cynthia and her work at chtwellness.com. And you can find out more about Kelly and her work at everydaytherapist.com. In addition, if you have questions for us or topics you'd like us to address, please email us at everydaywellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be well. Just as you carefully choose the cut of meat or freshness of produce that you cook at home, you should carefully choose chemical-free cookware that provides a healthy and safe cooking experience. The materials in 360 cookware are safe, sustainable, and of the highest quality. Their cookware is 100% free from any toxic chemicals as the company produces quality stainless steel cookware and bakeware without added chemicals, and all are manufactured in the United States. It's also the leading manufacturer that equips kitchens with cookware and bakeware that are free of all of the toxic chemicals and coatings, including PFAS, Teflon, and ceramic. And the best thing is that when used properly, the product's construction provides nonstick properties in a product that can be passed down through generations. Go to www.360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. Again, that's 360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. We've been using their products over the last several months and have really been pleased with not only the durability, but ease of cleanliness.